0: Welcome to the Dream Big My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today, because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Frances Bedekovic. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode, which is all about the 12 best self-coaching tips that are going to help you dream bigger. So in this episode, I'll be sharing with you some of my best tips that I discovered through coaching clients for many years in my life coaching business. So these are the 12 tips that I feel are absolutely essential to embrace if you want to dream bigger and do bigger from here on in your life. Now, some of these tips will require a mindset shift and others are just practical tips that you can utilize at any point in your journey when you're chasing your dreams and trying to take action. So maybe it's best to imagine it a little bit like the rules you might receive when you sign up to run a big race or a marathon. You know the deal. So let's just say if you are planning to run a marathon, you might be told in advance to hydrate yourself properly before you take off. Know your course ahead of time and make sure that you pace yourself when necessary. So just the same, these are some of the tips that I feel are really helpful when it comes to going on this dream big adventure. It just makes things a little bit easier because you're well aware of what's expected of you and someone has pointed out those obstacles to you in advance. So when you come across them, you don't freak out and think, oh, no one told me, no one warned me, no, no, no. You'll definitely know what to expect when you're chasing any goal. And these are the tips, my top 12 tips. They're going to help you achieve more in your life. So why don't we just jump in to number one. Now, number one is you need to be open to change. So here is the truth. If you always do what you always did, you'll always get what you always got. I heard this quote back when I was a teenager and it really like struck home because it's really true. It means if you don't make active and proactive, productive changes, your life is going to stay exactly the same. Because if you want things to change, you need to definitely make changes. And that's the first step on this journey when it comes to chasing your goals you're never going to accomplish the results you're after if you aren't willing to do the things that you need to do. And you probably know in advance the things that you do need to do, and they will require you to change. Now, for some people, change is really uncomfortable. They don't like it. They prefer to stay stuck in their comfort zone. But it helps definitely to know ahead of time that change is necessary in order to grow. And part of being a human is embracing this personal growth and knowing that you don't want to be the same person when you're 70 as you were when you were 15 or when you're 25, you expect to be a little bit different when you're 40. You just expect that along the way, you're going to learn and grow and become wiser. And that's part of achieving the goals that you want. You need to do things differently and you need to be open to change, which takes us to the second tip, which is being held accountable. So sometimes it really helps to be held accountable to the goals that you set. And I think this is such an important reason why life coaching is so effective. When I was coaching full-time, my clients and I would set, they would set their 12-week goals, the goals that they wanted to achieve within 12 weeks. And they would say, this is what I want to go for. And maybe if they weren't in a coaching series, they could possibly change their mind or pretend that they didn't say that they wanted to. But when you have a coach, you come every week and they expect you to have taken actions. You set the actions that you want to take and you have someone to be accountable for that will check in on you and make sure that you've actually done what you say you will do. So that doesn't mean that you need to have a coach to set any goal. Just be held accountable to yourself. Like if you say you will do something, work out a way that you can make sure you follow through on those actions and whether it means having a friend that you check in on or whether you are strong enough to follow through on yourself. I mean, I find just telling my kids and my husband that I'm planning to do something is automatically making me accountable. So even though they won't necessarily always check in on me, I've made that statement. This is what I want to go for, and I feel like I owe it to myself to stand up and actually embrace the goals that I said that I will do. So this is where you get to decide in what way can you hold yourself accountable. So whether you have a friend that you can check in and say, look, once a week, I'm going to let you know how I'm going to go with that goal. And can you please just hold me accountable to what I'll say I'll do? Even though that responsibility falls back on you, they can check in and they can just make sure that you're on track. But it's up to you to do the work because it's one thing to say that you want to achieve some goal and another to be reminded week after week that you've committed yourself to achieving something concrete in the foreseeable future. But it always falls back on you. You need to take responsibility to take those actions. And when you vocalise your desire to change or to achieve something really massive, those dreams become concrete goals that you can write into your diary like you can almost see, okay, this is what I want to achieve. And the moment you have that clearly defined Your dreams then become tangible actions that you can act upon. And accountability is the glue that will tie the commitment to your results. So if you can try to find this accountability in a close friend or a family member, if you can, if not find a way that you can be held accountable to yourself, whether it means maybe booking in a weekly meeting in your diary with yourself. Yes, that's totally fine to do. If you make time for everyone else, Make time to check in on your goals as well. I definitely always, I've got a business journal that I'm obsessed with. I always write in probably every day. This is what I'm doing right now. This is how I'm staying on track. This is where I need potentially some more work. These are the changes that I need to make. So I'm always just checking in and holding myself accountable to the goal that I will say I will do. And that takes us to tip number three, knowing that chasing your dreams will involve hard work. Is this any surprise? Probably not. Now, the truth is chasing your dreams requires courage. It requires honesty, dedication, and commitment, 100%. After all, and I always say this, the things that you dream about are never going to miraculously just fall into your lap, okay, no matter how great of a wishful thinker you are. It does not work that way. Even when it comes to things like law of attraction or manifestation, the thinking part and the believing is just one part of the process you need to also have inspired action. You need to actually do something to make things happen. And that means, yes, getting out of your seat and doing something, constructing, taking those little baby steps It's gonna take you closer to your dreams because your dreams won't work unless you do. They won't happen unless you do something to make them happen. And there really is no shortcut or elevator to success. You have to be willing to take those stairs, even if there are a thousand steps, even if it's like a really steep staircase. And it often is, but you need to be prepared to work hard, sweat a lot, sometimes make mistakes, lots of mistakes, fall down a hundred times, pick yourself back up. And at the end of the day, you scrub your knees and you start again, over and over again until things finally go your way. That is what you do when you're chasing a dream that you really love, when you know your ultimate why, when you know why you're chasing it, when you know that it will be so worth it to actually get there in the end. And so that takes us to step number four or tip number four, which is being committed takes effort. Okay, so just like you know that it's going to take some hard work, being committed actually takes some effort on your part. If you're in a relationship, then you know that's the case. I think it's important to note that just because you listen to an inspiring podcast episode, it doesn't mean that you'll automatically be injected with a daily dose of enthusiasm or resilience or energy or dedication. Yes, it is great to feel inspired after you listen to an episode like this. But the real motivation comes from doing things. It comes from taking action, which requires an active effort on the part of the individual. So I can only take you so far. I can let you know that, yes, you can dream big and anything is possible. But you will need to take like that pattern. It's almost like I'm going to pass it over to you now it's your turn. You need to go ahead and take the action that you need to do. Every day you need to remind yourself that life is short, that time waits for no one. Of course, it's easy to come home from a job that you maybe half enjoy and you spend the night on the couch watching reruns of your favorite Netflix show. But where is that behavior going to get you in the long run if you know that you have a bigger dream, if you know that you are really made for more rather than living small? So seriously, one of the great questions that you can ask yourself every day is, are your actions taking you closer to your ultimate goals? are they taking you further away or just keeping you stuck? Okay. Not moving at all. And I think it really helps to know in advance that yes, it does take effort. Being committed to your goals takes consistent effort, which isn't always easy, but it is so worth it in the end, especially when you refuse to quit and you finally see your wonderful reward at the end of that journey. So let's now have a look at tip five to help you dream bigger. And it's knowing that you need to take things one step at a time. So someone wise once said, success is a sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out. And I have witnessed this truth more than a hundred times as a life coach. I cannot tell you the massive transformation that comes from taking baby steps. So instead of thinking that you have to like be like a leapfrog that you're doing these massive jumps going so much further ahead in one day, know that just as valuable are those tiny little baby steps. It reminds me of that fable or the story, the tortoise and the hare. Tortoise just kept on going, going, and he won the race in the end because the hare thought, oh, I've got time. I can do it later. I can go really quickly all in one go. But in reality, when it comes to making your dreams happen, it's a consistent baby steps that are going to get you there. So remember, like the way that we eat a massive elephant is just one bite at a time. So no one ever got to the top of the mountain in one quick jump because the journey of a thousand miles begins with just a single step. Now, this tip actually reminds me of years ago when we were moving house and we had so much stuff to pack and it felt like it was going to take forever, like literally there were hundreds of things of deciding whether we wanted to pack it or keep it discarded, etc. And I just remember at that point, rather than allowing myself to feel really overwhelmed, I had this like little mantra going on in my head and it was like, One by one, I'm getting it done. I do not know where I came up with that idea or where I first heard it. That's just what I would do in that house. I would just walk around and just do one and then another one. And I knew that I would eventually get there in the end. Okay. I didn't freak out and think I've got a thousand different things to pack or work out what I'm going to do with just one by one. I'm getting it done. And this is such a good tip to apply to any goal. It's just like one step by one step. You'll eventually get there. It's like when you have a thousand puzzle pieces and you've got to put a, put ahead that puzzle. You just do it by putting a piece in at a time. And the same applies for anything that you've got to construct. You just follow the steps and you will eventually get there if you do not give up. It's just knowing that you've got to take one step at a time. And knowing that when you take each little step in the right direction, that's all you really can do, but it will take you where you need to go, okay, when you're moving in the right direction. So let's now have a conversation about tip number six, which is knowing that chasing your goals is scary. Now, I don't think that I actually really discovered this Till until I stepped away from my role as a life coach and set out to actually achieve my own goals in life. So I don't know if you guys know the story, but I was a full-time life coach until I was coaching this client who wanted to be an author. Then I realized that I wanted to be an author. So I stepped aside for a little while so I could work on that goal myself. Now, it doesn't even matter if you have all the tools that you require doesn't even matter if you know exactly what you need to do like I did I was an experienced life coach I had a background in psychology but when it came down to the crunch I still felt this massive sense of fear that came from chasing your goals even when the goals are small it is normal to feel that little bit of fear now maybe it's a fear of success or commitment or failure whatever the case it is You just need to be prepared for knowing that there's going to be a little fear on this journey. And it's fear that you can actually learn to deal with in an appropriate and effective manner. So even when it comes to chasing my goals now, I just always keep that in mind. Okay, it's normal to feel scared. Cool, we're just going to move through it. I never let that stop me from doing anything. Just knowing that it's a part of the territory and it comes along with dream chasing and dreaming big, and actually becoming who you want to be in life you're going to face some fear and that is totally normal and my best advice for that is feel the fear and do it anyway I love Susan Jeffers I had her book for whenever it was first published you know decades ago and I still stand by that philosophy you feel the fear and you do it anyway that takes us to tip number seven okay that's going to help you achieve your goals or to dream bigger is knowing that you're going to have setbacks and that you can't avoid them So if we could have our own way, I'm sure that we would plan that everything goes exactly as we want it to go. But who are we kidding? Okay, life doesn't ever go according to plan. Instead, it constantly offers us hurdles and hiccups and roadblocks and challenges along the way. Once again, just like fear, totally normal. Now, it's almost like these setbacks are testing you. It's like they're going to taunt you and say, come on now, you know, how are you going to get past me? Am I enough to make you give up? And you're going to have to think in advance about what are you going to do when you see those setbacks? Are you going to let them bully you into turning back or giving up? But giving up on a goal because of a setback, which I already told you, you can't avoid them. is like slashing your remaining three tires because you've got a flat tie, okay? You've heard that quote I'm sure before. You need to remember that no one on this planet is immune to adversity or personal setbacks. It's part of the territory, so just expect it, embrace it, and be prepared to have a backup plan. You need to decide in advance what you're going to do when you face these obstacles. I myself have already worked out that obstacles are going to happen all the time, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm just going to jump over you. I'm not going to get upset. I'm going to jump over the next one, and I won't get stressed, okay? Just keep on jumping and you know what? It gets so much easier to get past those obstacles the more you practice, okay? doesn't make it easy, but it makes it a little bit easier knowing that you're just a little bit closer to your goal once you get over those hurdles. And so that takes me to the next tip, which is number eight, which is knowing that you need to change the way that you view mistakes and challenges if you want to succeed at your goals. So the biggest problem that lots of people have is that they expect to have no problems. They feel defeated and want to throw in the towel when something goes wrong. Okay, it happens all the time. And they do forget that everyone in this world makes mistakes. Even the most successful people in the world make mistakes constantly. I mean, if you were to think about any successful person in this world, no matter who you picked, whether it was a wealthy businessman or Oprah or celebrity or a president or whoever, they've all encountered multiple challenges during their journey in life. And do you know what the biggest difference is between those who feel fulfilled and those who don't? Well, for starters, the dream chasers and achievers don't spend their time grieving the past. Okay, They don't hold on to all the mistakes that they made. They don't use it as an excuse not to move forward. Instead, they shift the way they view their failures into something positive. They turn them into lessons, they learn from them and they move on. And it's such an important thing for you to learn to do on this journey when you're chasing your goals. Do not even worry for one second if you make a mistake. Give yourself a pat on the back that you've learned a new way of not to do something and just learn from it and move forward. And that takes us to tip number nine, knowing that we are often our own worst enemy. So do you want to know what hurts your chances for happiness and success more than an unsupportive family member or criticism from others or your friends? It's self-doubt. Doubt, Doubt, my friend, is the thing that kills more dreams than failure ever will. And when you doubt your power or your strength or your ability, you are giving power over to your doubt. Now, it is so easy for doubt to win a battle over your pride or your emotions or your thoughts and your feelings, but it can also be easily defeated by just kicking it to the side and stomping on it. Like you need to stomp on it hard. The moment that you choose to believe in yourself, no matter what, okay, that's a secret. You believe in yourself no matter what, even when doubt is, you know, doing a crazy dance inside your head, that is when you can finally move forward with ease. So self-doubt is often the anchor that keeps your ship from sailing out to the sea. So we need to cut that silly, unnecessary cord that is keeping you stuck and you need to swim out to freedom today. So just remember, it is a choice. When you're choosing to think doubtful thoughts, you can make the same decision to think something different. Rather than giving into the doubt, you can choose to think, hang on, I can do it. Hang on. There's no reason why I can't achieve that goal. There's no reason why I can't do things slowly. There's no reason why I can't pick myself up every single time I fall. I am just as worthy as every other individual in this world. And really, nothing can stop me. So just try me. That sort of attitude of believing in yourself is what is going to get you to the finish line. And this takes us to tip number 10. You need to stop playing the blame game. So I'm going to keep this one short. Okay, so you need to know that your life quite simply is a direct result of the thoughts and decisions and choices that you've made so far. So do we already know this, that we're responsible for our actions, moods and behavior. So it's important not to blame someone else for your problems or for your dysfunctions or for all the things that go wrong in your life. Trust me when I say this, if you keep on blaming someone else or something else for your problems, you will remain stuck in a victim mode, a victim mentality where you think you don't have the power to do what you want to do. If you keep on blaming others for your problems, you're going to get stuck in that same miserable position. You're never going to learn or understand why problems keep on coming your way because you're not taking ownership of them. You're expecting someone else to save you or you're expecting someone else to be different or do things differently in order to be happy without understanding that you need to be happy. You're responsible for your own happiness. You're responsible for your own actions and you're responsible for your own goals So try not to look outside or stop pointing fingers at other people and start looking within. You are the only person who can control your thoughts and your emotions. Really, it's only you. So if someone has triggered a negative feeling in you, it's up to you to decide how are you going to view that. You get to decide if you want to dwell on it. You get to decide whether you just want to just totally ignore it and put it aside. You get to decide if it's going to negatively impact you. Your feelings and your thoughts are yours alone. No one else gets to make that choice for you. You get to decide what you want to think about others. And only you, my friend, can decide to stop playing the victim, to take responsibility for your actions. I cannot tell you how pivotal and important this is when it comes to achieving any goal. In order to achieve a goal on your terms, you need to take responsibility. And this takes us to tip number 11 knowing that we all have something that we want to achieve. So I'd like to note that it isn't just, you know, business orientated professionals who like to set goals. I think that all of us have something that we deep down really want to achieve. And even if we feel like we're not quite clear on what that is just yet, even if we don't know exactly what that entails, I still feel that all of us have a purpose in this world. We really do. We have a desire to be useful and to do things that we love to do. So knowing this, that we all have a purpose on this earth and that we all have goals, even though we might not recognize exactly what they are right now. Whatever the case, I think it's really important to pay attention to the things that make you happy. One person can be chasing financial security. Another person can be hoping for inner peace or a long lost forgotten dream. Whatever the case, it is totally okay. you do have something that you are great at, whether you acknowledge it or not. Ask yourself, you know, what are you good at? What do you want to achieve? What makes your soul totally sing? with glee if you're not entirely sure what that is then it's really time to find out you know what is something that you need to do I absolutely love this saying which is the meaning of life is to discover your gift and passion and then once you have found it the purpose of life is to give it away and set it free okay that is such a good philosophy to live by and this definitely brings us to my last tip which is reminding yourself that life is short I cannot overstate this seriously time races faster than you think it does there is no rewind or replay button in life as much as we wish that we could rewind we never can there is no time for regrets there's no time to leave out important words unsaid and one day we're going to get to the end of our journey and you don't want to be weighed down by a bucket full of unfulfilled dreams I mean this is definitely the mentality I have now like I don't have time to waste none of us do I could have, I don't know how much time I have left, but even if I have 40 more years left or 50 more years, I still feel like I can't waste it. It's too precious to waste. It is just a privilege just to be here on this earth. It honestly is like, look around at your surroundings. Look at the people you have in your life. If you have a great family, be thankful for it. If you've got great friends, be thankful for them too. We are just so much luckier than we realize. And so many of us don't realize this until it's too late. So along the way, if you have dreams, assume that they are there for a reason. Go out and chase them. Have some fun, like laugh, play, fall in love. Don't waste your energy worrying about stupid things. Break some rules if you have to. Don't regret things or hold on to things in the past that you really need to let go of and don't let people bring you down, especially when you can move forward. You don't have to stay stuck in the same place. Everything happens for a reason in this world and life has an odd way of making things work out in the end but as long as you take responsibility and as long as you take some action. And that's really what it comes down to is knowing that you are in control of your own life. Do not point fingers, take responsibility and knowing that life is short. So just to quickly run through the 10 tips that I had for you. Number one, you needed to be open to change. Number two, People love to be held accountable for. So find someone that you can trust, whether it's a family member or a friend or a coach that will hold you to the word. When you say something, be accountable to it. And this brings us to tip three. And that was all about understanding that your dreams will require some hard work. And just the same in tip number four, it was being committed takes effort. Yes, it does. And tip five was all about understanding that things are easier when you take it one step at a time. Tip number six was knowing that chasing your goals can be scary. And number seven was knowing that you will have setbacks along the way. You can't avoid them, but that's cool. You just need to know what you're going to do to deal with them. And that brought us to tip number eight was knowing that you need to change the way you view mistakes and challenges if you want to succeed at doing well at any goal that you chase. Just learn to embrace them. That's my best advice there. Embrace the challenges. Embrace the obstacles. Don't freak out when you face them. Honestly. They really aren't as scary as you think they are, okay? That's just my little thing that I'm going to share with you. They really, really aren't. And that brought us to number nine, which was knowing that we're sometimes our own worst enemy. I could do a whole podcast episode on this. We touched upon briefly the idea of self-doubt, knowing that you have to believe in yourself. And we could go on and on and look deep into self-sabotage in another episode. But for now, I just want you to understand. When I say that people often treat themselves like they would their own worst enemy, it always usually begins in the head. So I would take a good, long, hard look at the thoughts and words that you say to yourself in your head. Do you perhaps beat yourself up? Do you criticize yourself? Do you point out all your mistakes to yourself? Are your words encouraging or positive? Like what do you say to yourself in your head? Do you make yourself feel better or do you make yourself feel worse? That's just a little clue that you might need to work on your self-talk if you constantly are making yourself feel bad. You are supposed to be your own cheerleader. You're supposed to be the one that gives yourself a pat on the back and that reminds you that you are valued and worthy. And you don't need me to tell you that even though I think all those things are true you need to say it to yourself. Every single time you look in that mirror, you remind yourself just how fantastic you are and that you are loved even though you are a human and that you will make mistakes and that you will do things imperfectly all the time. And even if you make a million mistakes, you will always be worthy of achieving your goals. You can always dream bigger. You can have anything you want and anything is possible for you, but it all begins with the thoughts that you have in your head. Now, I know that I got sidetracked there, but that just brings us to the summary again, which is tip number 11. We all have something that we want to achieve deep down we really really do and the final tip was knowing that life is short okay that wasn't there to scare you it's to remind you that when it comes to this dream chasing you don't really have time to waste whether you're really young or really old it's one of my things that if I could go back and tell my younger self anything I just would say take action what are you waiting for what are you waiting for get up stop watching Netflix. go and do something constructive those dreams are never going to fall in your lap. And I really say that out of kindness and compassion to you now, if you're a little bit younger, because you're going to get to the one point in life where you realize that, hey, Frances was actually really right. She knows what she's saying. And that's because I speak from experience. So if this just encourages you to get up and start taking action sooner rather than later, well, I feel like that this podcast has definitely served its purpose. As always, you know that I love and appreciate you guys so much. Thank you so much for being here with me, and I cannot wait to catch you in another episode. Until later, take care and dream big, always, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes.